Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake, an always special edition. When Foolish Bailey joins the program, it's what the people want, Bailey. The numbers don't lie. You know that more than anyone. I mean, well, I love to lie with numbers personally, but in this case, hopefully the numbers don't lie. Well, and we, uh, we're kind of diving into that topic a little bit. It's a, there are due to be clips that make us look awful, which is my specialty. Um, and Bailey, I have to give you credit because I wanted to talk about uh, some of the young guys in baseball every year. There's so much turnover in baseball. And even the scarier part of it is <laughs> that those guys become the turnover and we don't even realize. And it's what happened to that guy? And, you know, a, a guy we're going to talk about a little bit that actually started part, part of this thought exercise is my, my necklace partner, Oswaldo Cabrera, because we, you know, I think there's currently all ranges of the spectrum. If you if you like him, he's a talented switch hitter that can play everywhere, which you can make a 10-year career out of that. You could compare him to Marwin and peak Marwin, whatever that means to you. Or, you know, there's there's people in this office that think he'll be out of the league in, in a minute, which uh, the beauty of baseball, Bailey, is we never really know. Um, and there's a lot more of the higher-end guys, the Outmans and... Uh, Josh Young, uh, my guy Perdomo, how is he one-dotting? So I'm excited to talk about it with you, and you deserve all the credit for this, Bailey. Uh, Breakout or fakeout, really good. Really good. good. Um, So uh, before we dive, how are you doing? You you just said uh, foolish stuff's going well, your braves are going well, life's well? Life's well. Uh, It's really windy in Atlanta, Georgia, and I don't know why. It's been like this for like three days. Because it's perfect weather otherwise. The older you get, um, and not to get on my old guy perch early, uh, you just start to get it. That there's parts yeah. of the world that don't deal with bad weather, and you're like, why don't we... If I can why don't just go there. What... Talking to a microphone. Um, that, yeah, you start to understand uh, Stugatz and Lebetard a little bit. Um, enough about that. Glad you're well. Uh Bailey, let's start out with some of the big boys. Uh, and you and I worked on consulting down a list. Uh, who do we have to apologize? Who got kicked off at the last minute? Uh, Tovar? Oh, uh, I think it was... Zeke Tovar? Yeah, uh, Jake McCarthy. Uh, now, I guess, of the Reno Aces. Yeah. If I have that right, yeah. Yeah. Speed kills. Um. They, yeah, they were they were part of our just miss list, and I do have to tell the people, Bailey, and if you want to twist the knife on this, I got a little soft. Uh, originally, I, w- I wanted to do like a MLB comparison, like maybe player comps, and I, I went through, <laughs> will Josh Young have Trevor Plouffe's career, which made me laugh a lot. Uh, <laughs> we'll stay away from that for now. Uh, we kind of organized them in buckets, and it's really... For what my profession is, just being honest with the people, to say, like, into a microphone, this guy's going to stink and be out of the league in two years. There's no gain for me. A, I don't know. And B, uh, it's just like an awful look for a 24-year-old kid in a sport where, you know, uh, Luke Rayleigh's on this list. Or, excuse me. Yes, Luke Rayleigh. I keep confusing the Rayleigh boys. Who, he's 28, what what would I have said about him as a twenty six year old minor leaguer? Like probably not going to click, man. Uh, and now I would kill for him to be on the Yankees. So uh, yeah. baseball has a way of presenting itself. And this first crew that you want, you told me we should maybe look at a possible ranking. There's five guys in here, uh, and we will sort through them. And I. Believe they could all be labeled as outfielders. Um, uh, as Waldo might give a question mark to that, but um, we have Outman for the Dodgers. James Outman, if you don't know, um, he has been a world beater and carrying that team with Max Muncie. Um, the baseball savant loves him. Um, whenever Dodgers have a prospect, you get nervous, and it. He's exceeded even with his small sample size from last year, four games. So I'll, I'll move on from that. Jack Sawinski, who put up some big homer numbers last year uh, and kind of gave, just with the name and being a lefty pure power hitter, I don't know, and in the Midwest it was like 
Matt Stairs vibes. He's uh, gone out to have a fantastic start of the season. That who are you, Jack Sawinski? Uh, Rayleigh, like I mentioned with the Rays. Joey Weimer, part of the freshman uh, with the Milwaukee Brewers. And our Yankees as well, the Cabrera, who uh, of this crew has gotten off to a pretty brutal start. Uh, but like I mentioned, if you're viewing things as an MLB career with what he can do defensively, a guy that genuinely can play, I think, six positions. Um, you know, I think you can negotiate that a little bit. Um, and a switch hitter that, you know, if one or two things click along the way, uh, those guys can have a career a long way. And the two other categories that we'll get to in a little bit, you labeled heat check, which I want to ask you about that a little bit, but some good names in there. Uh, and then the bounce back crew with some of the pitchers. So, um, let's do the meat of this and I'll, I'll kick to you to start Bailey. And I, I don't know if we need to land on official ranking, but I, I guess, what feels like the big fish in this group for me is James Outman because he's doing it for the Dodgers. Um, you know, this guy had a little bit of prospect capital, and he is he's full tilt going. Yeah. So Outman, he's – we need to come up with, like, a verb for it when you're, like, uh, you know, drafted out of college, not, like, a premium draft position in terms of the round, and then you just, like – crush every single level of the minors and then by the time we get to the majors and you're still good people are like huh i can't believe it even though they've been doing this for years i think we could call it pasquantinoing um because that's what james alman has done his his worst since 2021 so since you know uh baseball came back minor league baseball came back his worst ops at any level is 857 that was in high so he's only you know kind of gotten better since then i mean he's he's easily like a 130 140 ops plus guy consistently at every single level and then now all of a sudden he's hit the big leagues with the dodgers and we're this is on us we're all a little bit too surprised that james Altman is just like tearing it up of course he is look at look at what he's done his entire you know professional career bailey it's it's something that blew my mind i want to say the first time that i really like tilted my head and was like huh and this is not a, an exact comparison, but baseball is so hard that you can be a super prospect and struggle at double A your first year because, like, that's how baseball works. Lance Lynn, um, it, like, he's a guy that for years it was just like, oh, he's Lance Lynn. He's a big, burly starter with a big old beard. Um, Lance Lynn, it, like, go look at his minor league numbers and – you know, it in the PCL, it, it the first time AAA, his numbers were boosted a little bit, but so are kind of everyone's in the PCL. That it was like, you know, when Lance Lynn broke out as like potential Cy Young Lance Lynn a couple years ago, it was a real head tilt for me that it's like, wait, he's always been good. Like there's, no. there's never been a hiccup. And with Outman, you're so right, man. A, a Dodgers have to be treated differently. I, I know some people might not like that, but organizationally, whether it's retooling veterans or calling up young players or, you know, also having money to go get Mookie Betts, the Dodgers are a class franchise. Uh, although, as I know you tweet out every day, they have a Mickey Mouse championship and, you know, Dodger fans right. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. And wait to, wait to hear my opinions about Apple Watches. <laughs> After this... Um, that Outman, like you said, the career, the career minor league numbers are all good. Um, you know, it, it's an 859 OPS, which, you know, for some of these super prospects isn't insane. But it's never, it's never bad. Um, and, and now he's come up to the majors. And you can go into the hokey Pete Rose speech if you want that, like, major league's the easiest league to hit in because you know the pitchers throw strikes. I won't, I won't fully go there for, for Pete, who <laughs> he'll be on in 15 minutes, and we're going to dive into some of those earlier topics. Um, but Outman, man, I, I guess for me, you know, I, how many full Dodger baseball games have I watched this year? I, you know, Sunday I throw on all the screens and I dive in. So, you know, I haven't deep dove into how I truly feel about James Outman. But for me, it's going to be hard to not put this guy at one, Bailey. 
Can I tell you who I want to put it at one? Please. Jack Suwinski. Really? Jack Suwinski is my guy. <laughs> this guy, he's going nuts. But l- let me let me give you the Jack Suwinski stat, though. It's like, hold on, wait a second. And this was coming into this year. And this is like a really good, like arbitrary Tim Kirkjany stat casty type stat. But but they it does represent something to me. Okay. So these are these are three hitters last year in 2022, not 2023, three hitters last year. 70th percentile or better, max exit velocity, so they've got you know the pop. Barrel percentage, so they got the pop, but they hit at the right uh, launch angle. Chase percentage, so they don't chase too much. Sprint speed, they're fast, outs above average. They're you know they're athletic. There are only three hitters who are 70th percentile in all five of those categories. It was Mike Trout, Matt Chapman, who mind you has been maybe the best hitter in baseball this year. The third one was Jack Sawinski. This guy, he's. He's, you know, you talk about the power, and I totally agree. He's got great power. He's a great home run hitter. But I think what's being underrated here is the level of just overall athleticism. And I, I really do think with Sawinski, and I and I can't quite, like, I don't quite have that feeling with Altman yet where you can, like, almost guarantee it. I feel like with Sawinski, we're seeing a quick ascension to being one of the top outfielders outfielders in the league similar to that of what his teammate Brian Reynolds experienced just a few years ago. BBD open Jack Swinsky's baseball savant and tell me if you like it. Um, it's a lot of red. I opened it up once, once it's heavy. It's heavy red bubbles, uh, which is always a good sign. And, uh, I, I think Sawinski, for me, is an interesting case of something that we've been seeing for the past three years now of what did you do in 2020? Um, right. A, a lot of us were locked inside a, in our homes. And, you know, picture again being a baseball player. And, and that's kind of the beauty of this. Like, you, you mentioned James Outman. I think he was, a, uh, he was the Dodgers' seventh-round pick in 2018. Um, Jack Sawinski out of high school uh, in 2016 and leading up to 2020 he his minor league numbers are not very good um, you know there's there's one year of doubling up on a ball that is okay but since 2020 his numbers are a changed player and I I think we've seen this in the minor leagues with a lot of prospects of Kind of what did you do or did your body change or what what was it that if you take out and again it's kind of, it you know it's four years of pro ball which feels bizarre to throw that out for Jack Swinsky, but also it was ages 17 to 20. So I can yeah. throw that out. We're we're talking about a 24 year old now, he turns 25 this summer, that he casually Hit a bunch of homers last year. He hit uh, 19 in 106 games while riding the bus a little bit. And by the way, riding the bus a little unfairly. Like, I I remember it very much felt like Pirates. Like, what? You're sending that guy down? Like, I, he he hit a home run against the Yankees that, and again, maybe if, if I was Scout Jake, which I do have my weird John Boy Media outfit on right now where I, I, I kind of have Scout vibes. Um, regional scout vibes, uh, put, put that in the, in the Bumble bio for those of you at home still trying to link up. And this was brought to you by Bumble. No, um, so Winsky, man, that baseball savant page speaks, the ball jumped off his bat. I forget who he clipped on the Yankees, but I was like, that's not a home run. And it was, and, and I guess Bailey, I would ask you this, was any part of last year, um, like is he a is he a shift guy at all? I I don't know off the top of my head, and if you don't, I'm sorry. I I don't know either. I I know he's a hit the ball on the air type guy. I I think for him, it's he's he's kind of a uh like last year. I don't feel like the amount of strikeouts he had was necessarily like representative of who he is, just because he's pretty passive up there. Like he's definitely selective and looking for his pitch, but he also doesn't chase that much. So, um, you know, it's not that surprising to see, you know, strikeout rate cut and walk rate up. And then when you combine that with his power and athleticism, he's just off to a awesome start to the season, but he's always been kind of three true outcoming, even in the minors, man. Okay, so I'm a little – so between him and Outman, because the 
when I was also trying to do this exercise in my head and, and not trying to be rude to players, I, I was wondering if there was a heads-up exercise and Outman versus Sawinski would have been the heads-up. Um, and I kind of I assumed it kind of would have been Outman, but they both have sprint speed. Um, they're both catching the ball outs above average-wise. Outman's whiff percentage and K percentage are pretty high, as are Sawinski's. Um, he's Ow. just barreling the ball a little better. So I, I guess, I, I guess if you're splitting hairs between them, is it just like I like the name Sawinski, or you know, you got a little more pop to him? Yeah, or do I like that one of them's on the Dodgers? Right, right. Which is honestly kind of my bias right now that I'm probably letting a little bit of the. This uniform been bad for six years. This uniform mm-hmm. been good for six years. That's kind of, that's where I'm unfortunately falling. Yeah, I mean, it's caveman brain, right? <laughs> that's all <laughs> I have. His name, out man. Out bad? <laughs> out good? Out of park? You know? I I genuinely was going to mention that at one point. Because having the name Outman in baseball, that's tough, dude. Yeah. That's the whole sport. That's tough. If you're a, if you're a pitcher, that's great for you. But as a hitter, yeah, that's that's tough. Oh, James Outman, the pitcher, we would talk about every episode on Talking Baseball. Um, I mean, there's a Grant Balfour as a closer like that. That's yeah. the worst it's ever been. He needed to be an Aussie, um, and luckily yeah. he was. Uh, and luckily for you guys, if you're trying to up your food game, go check out HelloFresh. HelloFresh.com/slash Jake sixteen. Okay. For 16 free meals. Okay, that makes more sense. I was wondering if we were doing 16% off. With code JAKE16, you will get 16 free meals plus free shipping. If this is something you're struggling with in your life, um, you know, whether it's getting to the grocery store, cooking, or both, HelloFresh helps out with the hassle of mealtime. They've got 40 recipes, 100 seasonal and convenience items to choose from each week. They have some limited Time recipes um, in partnership with Chef Serbi Sani. I, you know, not in my book, but maybe he's the next James Outman. Maybe that's the next Jack Sawinski. Um, So, hey, and there's no worries if you're not a pro in the kitchen. They've got their foolproof recipes. Me and my Jessica, um, we got a recipe that had some uh, potatoes, some chicken, mushrooms, a little gravy in there. Uh, And it was a nice time. It turned into a couple's activity for us. Um, So maybe if you're looking to scratch that itch or if you just want some better food, go check out HelloFresh.com slash Jake16, code Jake16, 16 free meals plus shipping. And there's a link in the description. Um, Are you a cooking guy, Bailey? Like, what's your what's your cooking life like? (laughs) A lot of air fryer. Um, Okay. a lot of a lot of. Telling the girlfriend if she cooks for me, I'll do the dishes. Okay. Yeah. That's a, yeah. once that, when that transaction is out there, it's a pretty good deal. Um, yeah. I, uh, I mean, dishes, I can, I can get in the mix there. Um, Bailey in the same category, uh, Outman and Sawinski, that's really fun. And I just, I got even happier for Pirates fans. Like, I, I guess I didn't. I didn't have Jack Sawinski in, in could could be that tier and maybe is that tier. Um, I guess this next group gets a little funkier, and I'll I'll just introduce all three, and I'll I'll try to tee you up again, uh, Bailey's, yeah. Bailey's creamy bra- beige. Uh, God, that's what? that's such Damn. an old what? reference what? now, and I stumbled over it. Oswaldo Cabrera, uh, I've already said my my vote may not be able to vote in this. Um, the young man came to the office, uh, basically a lifelong infielder, gets kicked to the corners at Yankee Stadium, which are both intriguing for different reasons. I watched him play some center field in this spring, and he looked uh, very good out there. They also threw him a first baseman's mitt. Um, he is supposedly that guy um, defensively, um, and knowing his personality a little better now and from everything we've heard, um, nothing phases him. Um, he wears this necklace on the Yankees. Um, never played right field. Robbed a homer in his first inning. Like he's there's some very cool defensive stuff. He's a switch hitter. Uh, his, he started to take off 
at AAA, especially from the left side, uh, which is kind of the Yankees' cue to, like, you have our blessing now. Uh, he got called up. He had a horrible first 21 games. He had a very good next 23 games uh, to wrap up his 22 season. Uh, he's been off to a tough start this year, a 499 OPS after last night's game. Um, some of the at-bats ha- haven't been great. Um, and again, he's a he's kind of a... I don't. I shouldn't label them COVID guys. Uh, like you said, pa- if there's Pasquantino for college guys that are just good along the way, but they're we don't right. see them as sexy. Uh, how about I, I don't know. These are what did you do at home, guys? What did, what did you do on snow day, guys? Um, he his numbers after 2020 in the minor leagues were incredible. Um, to go with that. Uh, if we're just talking about teams that have magic and believing in the uniforms, Luke Rayleigh, um, Dodgers uh, to raise basically as you know high praise as you could get. Uh, limited run with the Dodgers, uh, you know the the numbers weren't as great. Uh, his minor league numbers are interesting. He's got some highs. Uh, I mean, his minor league numbers go back to 2014 as a 19 year old. Yeah. So again, you need He's to 28, I think. Yeah, you you need to compartmentalize it a little differently, um, and that's a word I struggle with too. Um, and then who was our final guy in this group? Oh, Joey Weimer with your Milwaukee Brewers, part of the freshman um, that uh, he, you know, the I think there's been highs and lows. I think Brewers fans will tell you that uh, a guy that I will say. Anyone that's watched him play, whose baseball knowledge I believe in, kind of give you some of the generic stuff, like he's a gamer and he gets the jersey dirty. Caveman Jake coming back out. So uh, with that, Bailey, I'll kick all three to you and you start doing your magic, man. Well, I get get the caveman brain with with Joey Weimer a little bit as well because – People on Brewers Twitter just call him the Weem Dog, and every time I just see him, I'm like, "Oh, it's the Weem Dog," sure. and he'll he'll make like a great connection. He's just Weem Dogging it out there. <laughs> um, I'll start with Luke Rayleigh because I actually feel like Rayleigh of these three is probably most comparable to Outman and Sawinski in terms of just the profile, in terms of just like what they are, particularly as a hitter. Uh, great nicknames out there for Luke Rayleigh, by the way, uh, Nuke Rayleigh. But mm. I've also seen seen it taken a further step at, into Nuke Reiki. Which I'm not really sure if I agree with. I may be, you know, yeah, that, maybe too far off the original. That feels a little too much like Reiki the healing for me. Like if you already have mm-hmm. Nuke, yeah. I, I don't think you can do that. That feels contradictory. I, Luke to Nuke is really good basic baseball stuff, though. So, so we're we're gonna find out. You know, is it is it Nuke Rayleigh or is it Fluke Rayleigh? Ooh, <laughs> drops the mic. Uh, sorry, uh, it's okay. so. Uh, Rayleigh, big, big power, big strikeouts guy. I was, I was looking at him compared to Outman um, because they're both like, I think over 30% strikeout rate, which is kind of where the alarm bells for most players start to go off a little bit. You're like, is this sustainable? You know, Um, Rayleigh is actually like more aggressive than Outman. Like he swings more and he makes more contact in the zone. But the difference is like when he chases, he basically always whiffs whereas Altman is like more likely to like battle a little bit like foul something foul off like a slider uh down two strikes I, I would probably have Altman and Sawinski ahead of Rayleigh only really be because of the age right uh they're they're younger um yeah if there's anyone on here who I feel like is maybe uh like less sustainable it's probably Rayleigh but he's also having a terrific start to the season and he plays for the Tampa Bay race. So it's, it's kind of, it's, it's hard to count him out. Is it, is it strictly age? Like, is it, if, if he was 25, um, would I, Outman, Swinsky, Rayleigh be more of a toss up? And, and by the way, I don't say that, <laughs> I don't say it lightly again, being, being the old man of this crew right now, like <laughs> age matters. I, I respect Evan Longoria more every day. Uh, so is, is that kind of the only difference between those other two for you? Well, well, the difference is I'm older than James Altman and Jack Sawinski, but I'm younger Mm. than Luke Rayleigh. So even though there's really maybe not that much of a difference between 26 and 28 as a 27 year old myself, I understand that those people younger than me are young 
and those people older than me are old and decrepit, you know? Yes. Yes. Hey, hey man, I, uh, I would say once a month, I'm shocked to find out I'm older than Garrett Cole. Um, cause he <laughs> is like a, he looks like, you know, if, if this were olden times, Garrett Cole would be like a military leader and trusted by the people. And I would be, I'd be one of the guys like playing the drums, hoping to get shot or not get shot. Um, Garrett Cole would be out there like, we have to go out there and, and take our team to battle this war. We're going to go out there. We're going to defeat the Prussians. Uh, Bailey, <laughs> that. <laughs> we're we're going to edit that whole part out. We can't. I can't, can't have Garrett that's hearing bad for the, that. That's bad for the company. Yeah, that's just bad for the brand there. Um, I apologize. It's okay. brand risk. It's okay. Um, so I, I guess... We have three guys that have been world beaters this season. Um, I, I guess Rayleigh, it also deserves to be said, a, a slight tier below um, with his 913 OPS. But, um, it, again, that's, uh, that's incredible, 613 slugging. Uh, Joey Weimer, he, uh, again, the, the caveman, Weem dog, comes out in you. Um, he's been playing, I think he's played all three outfield positions. Uh, primarily center field lately. Um, he got off to a hot start, cold start, and it looks like he's starting to go again. Baseball and small sample size. You know, we could we could talk ourselves into circles pretty easily with a lot of guys. We're going to get to Perdomo in a minute, um, who yeah. his last year was as tough as it gets, and now we have a one-month awesome sample size. Um, I guess for Joey Weimer, is it, is it unfair I'm not lumping him with that crew because of one month, or it's, it is the sample size and we have to do with that what we have to do with that? I, I think it's all right to, to not lump him in there. If, if I was going to lump him in with any of these players, I, I would almost say he's got a little bit of that Sawinski in him. And what I, what I mean by that is, you know, Weimer was seen as, you know, kind of a, a big bat type prospect. And currently in the majors, he's 94th percentile sprint speed, 87th percentile arm strength, 96th percentile outs above average playing, as you said, uh, a lot of center field out there and making a lot of great plays out there. And so now the perspective is shifting a little bit where you're like, okay, are we thinking about him as the bat? Are we thinking of him as like the full package, like just a really, really toolsy athlete all along? Um yeah, I, I, I really like Weimer. If I wanted to have someone for the next, you know, five years or so, I would take him over Rayleigh. Um, just because I think Weimer's been like a pretty he's he's a been a pretty big prospect, like a good prospect, but I also think he's been underrated because I think guys like uh South Relic and Garrett Mitchell have gotten a little bit more shine in that brewer system. And I kind of feel like Deep down, Weimer's maybe the best of those three. Um, so I, I'm I'm kind of I'm big on the Weem dog, but also like as far as putting them in that group now, like I'm totally with you. Like I, we need to see that month where he just goes crazy with the bat, and it wouldn't surprise me if it happened soon. But with the start, you know, Outman, Swinsky, and Rayleigh have like that's that's kind of why they get you know those first three spots in terms of our discussion. Yeah, so Swinsky's pretty eye opening for me, man. I I mean I again. The name, the uniform, and even the swing. Like, it was a lefty power swing that I was like, okay. Like, I almost want to sign him and myself up for the Iron Mill and, like, let's let's hit 30 homers a year and bat 220. And, uh, yeah, hell yeah, Jack Sawinski. Do it from the six hole and for these new upstart pirates. He's playing a great center field himself. Um, yeah. Like, the numbers like Jack Sawinski as a center fielder, which... Um, again, it's, it's where this sport is just so ridiculous. And what trade was he a part of? He was the Adam Frazier. Adam trade. Frazier. Yeah. Wow. Him and your boy, Tucapita Marcano for Adam Frazier Dang. and cash. Um, okay. I guess put an asterisk next to that one. Cause if he, if he continues like this, um, that's wild. Uh, 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Bailey, I approach as well, though, Cabrera, a little nervous, but I'm also excited um, because I gave, you, I gave you Yankee options. And I was like, hey, you know, if we want to talk Peraza, that sounds good because I, I, you know, I kind of believe, I believe he's going to end up being a, a solid major leaguer. I think he can play elite Defense, even at shortstop for a few years, um, I, I think he's going to be able to hit and run enough uh, that he can do a lot of things on a baseball field. Oswaldo does have me questioning some things, and that's just honest. So where, where are you at with him? I see a lot of potential for improvement, honestly. Like, he, he needs to work on the plate skills a little bit. Like, he swings a lot. He's a pretty, you know, free swinger out there. But when he swings, he makes contact. And that's and I think that's that's key. He does have the bat to ball skills. It's maybe just the strike zone judgment. And like you said, he's just he's electric. He's a great athlete. He can he's extremely uh, versatile. And I think versatility is just more and more every year in Major League Baseball becoming more and more important. And, you know, we've seen the way people talk about the elimination of the shift, you know, they're saying uh, athleticism is back with defense because all the other good defenders last year, I'm not sure if you noticed, they were unathletic Mm -hmm. uh, because they were hitting the ball right to them every time. But um, yeah, it's interesting because, you know, uh, right now, at least like rest of the season, I'd rather have the other four we named. But if you asked me exactly one month ago, I would have probably put Cabrera on the same tier as Altman. And I don't know if it's really fair to give him like that much of a downgrade, even in though he's had, uh, you know, not the greatest start to the season. The other thing too, is like with the switch hitters, there's always, there's always like extra hope because you never know if they are going to be able to just like Cedric Mullins it and just start hitting from one side and then just become like way better and more consistent overall. So I think with Cabrera, I see a lot of uh, like just potential there. And it feels like he like really could be on the cusp of something. And if you had to ask me right now, and look, a lot part of it's like based on their age and their profile and all that. But like, will will Oswaldo Cabrera have a longer major league baseball career than than Luke Rayleigh? I would probably pick Cabrera. You know, um, so that that's that's one thing to hang your hat on. But yeah, I, I'd say for rest of season, these these four are probably ahead of him. Yeah, I. <clears throat> and I I don't know if it's impatience. I don't know if it's been. Um, the Yankees, as, as I told you before this, they, they've been a tough watch. Like, there's no, there's no other way to really chop it up um, early on in this baseball season, and they've needed help. And, like, you know, if Isualdo Cabrera uh, had a great 20 baseball games, which almost anyone that reaches the major league level can do, you know, I, I, can, I can chop up, you know, name, name any defensive stalwart. Like, I, Nick Ahmed's had 20 great games of baseball that – and UConn, and I'm, I guess I'm kind of being rude to him. But the point is, if you're a major league player that can hit at any sort of point at that level, you can have a nice 20-game stretch. Um, and if Oswaldo happened to time it with this Yankees losing streak, he would be a hero. We would be saying Oswaldo Cabrera should be an all-star. Uh, instead, you know, there's, there's people that are like, he's never going to work, which I, I think that's unfair. I don't know if he's an all-star. Uh, but I do know his first 21 games last year, 187, 225, a 478 OPS. It's not far off from what he's done um, this season, and that coincides with the the Yankees' tough stretch of August last year and now this part of this year. The next 23 games, he was 304, 389, and 984 OPS while playing different defensive positions and switch hitting. So um, my... I guess my current realistic, if you had me say like, you know, pick, pick something for Oswaldo Cabrera, would be that he will play defense and he will be a streaky hitter. Um, and I think that ties into being a switch hitter. Because again, if, you, if you're one side's feeling good, one side's feeling not, maybe both are feeling good at the same time, both are feeling bad at the same time. Uh, or, you know, 
I, I do think of all the positions left field uh, at Yankee Stadium, it would be his weakest, and that's the role that he's truly been thrust into, that I do think all of that goes in. Um, and I, I hope what I'm saying at the end of the month is that, yeah, he's, he's a streaky guy that when he gets hot, it's pretty awesome. And when he gets cold, it's, it's not as awesome. But as a major league career goes... As a guy who's played a lot of the out-of-the-park out baseball, Bailey, having a guy right. that can play every position and switch hit and get hot, you can make a long career out of that. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, it it may not be that he his best role is everyday left fielder. His best role may be whoever's, you know, sitting out and, you know, taking a break that day. And so it's, if they're able to better utilize him as a, like, a piece where you can like rotate in and out of the lineup in different spots defensively. Like I think he has potential to contribute a lot of value and the speed too, because, you know, I mean, you've heard it from, you know, Yankees fans for years now, they just don't feel like the team is all that like athletic or good on the base paths. Yeah. I was I, I'm surprised to see he's our BBD. I don't know if you've looked, but Oswaldo Cabrera's sprint speed percentile. 74. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I guess uh, the other young guys, Peraz and Volpe, are like, they are speed guys that it, it feels <clears> a little different. Where would be categorized as burners. That's but... uh, a little bit of a different category for as well, though. Um, so, and again, this is, this is where it's clicky and Bailey, we don't even have to do it if we want, but it seems like if these were stocks, which again, I've... I've bought stocks once in my life. The fact that I reference it, and it's on one of the apps, and I don't even know if I own them. Like, I just, I clicked some buttons. It seems like your Sawinski, Outman. Uh, I'm going to go Weimer third. Weimer. Yeah. And then Cabrera Rayleigh, just due to age, or? Yeah, I mean, if, if we're talking career. Like, then I'm probably going that order. If it was for this season, how about this? For this season, and maybe this is where Luke Rayleigh can can fight back being on these Rays yeah. and performing. Where, how yeah, much does for, Rayleigh jump? Yeah, I, I'd put Rayleigh up at third because Weimer, as good as he is, it's possible he just doesn't hit all that well this year. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I guess um, I caveman style. I'm still going to believe in Dodgers over Pirates for Outman and Swinski, which I hate myself for. But um, I do think, and it's where baseball is beautiful, I think Pirates and Orioles we are going to respect very differently as franchises in a couple years. Um, my God, what, what they've done, what Baltimore's done with Cano and just everyone they're tapping into, um, that kind of Astros mentality is... Uh, God, they're such a problem. I've fallen full in love with them, Bailey. I don't know if you know that. With with Orioles or Pirates? Orioles. Yeah, they're both teams are fun, but yeah, yeah you mentioned Cano. I mean, is it possible that guy will just retire with 500 innings and no hits allowed? He just, why not? Just hit one batter every 25th batter and just get everyone yeah. else out. Works so um, far. That, yeah, man, they, they just hit. And their bullpen pitches that they're going to win so many games. Uh, and hey, if you're looking for some gift-giving help this Mother's Day, how about Lightbox Lab Grown Diamonds? Let them do the work. You get it. That work will happen every day. They wear that necklace or those studs. Make their jaw drop. Whether it's mom or your spouse, stop getting the same old bleh gift. You know, the thought's nice, but a nice gift is nicer. Maybe that should be the tagline. And if you use promo code WAKEINJAKE10, that'll give you 10% off your purchase. Shop Lightbox Lab Grown Diamonds. Use code WAKEINJAKE10. 10% off your purchase. There's a link in the description. Make sure you pick up your game this Mother's Day. It's coming up. Holy smokes. Soon. Might have to put in the purchase right now. Um, Lightbox, go check them out. Click the link. Thanks, Lightbox.
Bailey, this next category you labeled as heat check question mark. <laughs> so I'll, right. I'll I'll let you I'll let you define that a little more. Uh, and there's three guys I I really like. Uh, one I think pure baseball and his thick neck and Josh Young, uh, Perdomo uh, from my snakes, obviously. Uh, and Graham Ashcraft, honestly, mostly from MLB The Show because he's kind of an MLB The Show legend. So uh, I'll let you run with all three of those guys. Yeah, I'll start with uh, I'll start with Josh Young. Uh, I do agree that he is pure baseball. He looks like a baseball player. Pure he looks baseball. like a guy who's going to play. He looks like a guy who's going to play like 13 years. You know, um, yeah he he's he's off to an interesting start right now it's really not all that dissimilar to uh like outman Rayleigh, where it's like wow this guy's striking out 32 percent of the time and walking six percent of the time like is that am i gonna get really all that excited about that but he also has you know six home runs in 26 games and he's barreling up the ball and he's hitting the ball pretty hard and i think defensively he looks like pretty good at the hot corner there that People have always kind of uh, rated his defense there. They felt like he was going to, you know, click there, no problem. And I think the thing for me with Josh Young that, that really excites me, it's not so much the underlying data. It's just that he, because of injuries, like leading into this year, he really hadn't played all that much. And I think, you know, the Rangers were kind of counting on, oh, hopefully 2022, uh, Josh Young will be our, uh, you know, starting third baseman and he'll be there every day alongside Seeger and Simeon. And that didn't really work out. You know, he's he's he but coming into this year, he had played a total of 57 uh, games in uh, in 2022. So uh, I'm I'm excited to see uh, where his uh, career goes. If I had to give him, I don't know what's like a what's like a good comp. Like, is he is he Eduardo Escobar? You know, or is he maybe a little bit better than that? I don't want to I don't want to discount the career Eduardo Escobar has had, but uh, he's he's a guy that you will go to the ballpark in Arlington and you will see that Josh Young is the third baseman as always. And you'll be like, we've got a pretty good third baseman. I might keep it in the organization, uh, Bailey, because I I love baseball. I, I love the stat side. I love oh, I just knocked over a mug. I love I love out of the park baseball. That's one of our bonds. Like you know, run run the numbers. Let's see what happens. And it's baseball. Like there's there's highs and lows that uh, of everyone's potential season. I like that he's from Texas. It should mean nothing, but I like that he's from Texas. I like that he's a part of a baseball family. Um, I, again, yeah. shouldn't matter at all. Um, I mean, and again, like, let's not downplay it. This guy was the eighth pick of the draft in 2019, so this is a very real prospect. He looks the part. He has opposite field power. Um, he's, I think he's hit three or four homers that way. Um, he feels like a third baseman. This is all, I haven't said a single, like, stat yet. Um, my comp, which you said Eddie Escobar, which, again, you're just saying, you know, a year in, year out, you can rely on them to be a solid ball player, kind of like two, right. two and a half war. I'll go different. I'll stay in Texas. And again, this is a different baseball player, but Hank Blaylock. Like yeah. I, the current vibes I get from Josh Young is like, you know, you might sneak into one or two all-star games if you have a hot start, but you're going to play third base. You're going to provide pop. You can't make a mistake to them. Um, I, I guess, I guess where baseball's, young and exciting is like when Austin Riley first came up, I didn't know what he would be, especially in a time where third basemen are, this could be a golden era that I don't know if Josh Young will clock in on that list. But also if I'm a Texas Rangers fan, I would say he could, right? Like if, if he, yeah. if he does this as a full campaign and then he gets better, it's just in baseball, you can't ever expect that out of a player. It's like an impossibility unless you're a Tatis. Well, Austin Riley wasn't even really all that good his first couple of years in Major League Baseball. So, and they were, and they had him, they're messing with him. He was having to play some left field. Like, you know, it's, it's tough when you, when you first get established. So, I think when you look at someone like Josh Young, like right away, he's presenting you, like, I would say a pretty, a closer to like sustainable version of like what a long-term Josh Young could look like where it's like, yeah, maybe he hits, uh, you know, 250, 
And but maybe he slugs like 480 and he plays like, you know, average to above average defense at the hot corner. Like that's a great player, you know, and that that's kind of the whole point of this, because we could. And I I don't want Rayleigh to be the target because Rays fans hate me enough, but the age and what baseball is like a a number of these guys we talk about aren't (laughs) aren't going on to to multiple all star appearances and aren't, um, you know, baseball is a tough sport. And if one injury or one hole in your swing or something begins to get exposed, it, it can be a fast track out. And I think that's where, that's why I, I said all those things about Josh Young feeling every part of the part with Texas and look and vibes. And even he's playing a nice third base too, which, which factors in obviously Um, that. Yeah. I, in baseball and whether it's NFL quarterbacks, like there's always a guessing game at the pro level. And I guess Josh Young hits so much of the wild card factors that we don't know if they matter that I'm just like, yeah, I, he, he almost gives me even of that previous group of like the most solid, like I, I expect him to be an MLB third starting third baseman for the next six years. I don't know. I don't know to what level, but like I feel like I can pencil that in almost over all the rest of the guys. I mean that's insanely valuable because if you look at like a top 100 prospects list, like how how many guys you know would you give that projection to? Like maybe uh, you know 40 or 50 of them. You know, like it's that's tough. That's a tough thing to try to project right. six years out. I will say with respects to like Luke Rayleigh and the race fans watching too, like. your team does this like Logan Morrison, you know, like had one incredible year with them. And then that was about it, you know? And so that's not us like being discouraging. That's saying like you guys work your magic, but we just don't know if it applies when they leave. Lomo. Uh, he was hot in the streets for a while, huh? Um, that's baseball. Uh, Perdomo and Ashcraft, obviously similar baseball players. Um, (laughs) yeah, incredibly similar. Uh, Man, Which one throws the 97-mile-per-hour cutter? Is that Perdomo? I, I think on a couple throws. Uh, Perdomo has, you know, this is where Yankee fans, I think, sometimes don't know how much they're spoiled because they don't see a lot of rookies get thrown out there for 148 games oh. and have a 547 OPS. Um, you know, and that's what D-backs fans watched last year, uh, which that's tough on a player, that's tough on fans. And man, I don't know what it means, but good on him for one dotting the first month of the baseball season. Um, and then Ashcraft, I, I'm really interested to get your thoughts on because, you know, from our last episode, I said I felt less confident about pitchers than ever. The guy has velo and is his biggest problem just being overshadowed by uh, the hardest throwing starting pitching we've maybe ever seen and mini Randy Johnson. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll I'll start with the uh, Perdomo. So, I have I have told this story uh, many times on various uh, baseball podcast media, but I will mention it just because I do want to talk about uh, Geraldo Perdomo. When he was in fall league, like probably three or four years ago, like a while ago, they were using the automatic uh, ball strike system, and he struck out caught looking on full count and when he walked back to the dugout he flipped off the track man that called him out and that that to me it rep it's a it's a wonderful story i think it represents like even if we move to the robo ums like there's that spirit of the game like won't change i'm just like fuck you ump you know and I, i think that's great so um but as far as like perdomo like that's actually kind of like represents who he is as a player because he's a big plate discipline guy like he and i think that's what kind of scares me off him a little bit he just doesn't swing a lot. And I think when you're like that, that that actually increases the amount of like volatility we may see in your game because that's fewer batted balls in play. That's more, you know, at bats going down to a three-two count with a pitch right at the edge, and you basically let the umpire decide your fate at that point. And and so it's all it's uh it's like a Trent Grisham type offensive mm. profile almost, or at least Trent Grisham prior to this year, he's swinging a little bit more. And, and what what excites me about Perdomo is I think he plays really nice defense as yes. well, uh, all over the infield. So he's he's one. I, I guess uh, if we're calling it a heat check, uh, I just I I don't know. I need to see I need to see more before I'm convinced it's legit. 
Yeah, I was I was clicking around his baseball savant, looking at some of the hits, and uh, there's a there's a lump of four, like right by the first base, second base hole. That uh, I don't know. I think if the scouting reports change a little bit, that those could could potentially turn into outs. Um, I'll say this: he plays really good defense at shortstop, which if you can barely swing the bat, you'll be out there. Yeah. And kind of case in point uh, to last year. Um, this is also a, an organization that I, I mentioned did run Nick Ahmed out there for a bunch of years, who was glove first. So you know, organizationally, I I think it it's a sign that like he'll be out there. Um, and I think you know one of the most important things, and I I wanted to mention this with Oswaldo to start the year, they didn't let him bat versus lefties, like they viewed that as an opportunity to play other players. And I think that kind of messed with his rhythm a little bit. I think that shoots down your confidence as a young switch hitter. Like, oh, okay, so the team is openly saying they do not think I can hit left-handed pitching as good as Aaron Hicks. Um, I think that can do something to you. Where, hey, Perdomo, one of the things he has going for him in that that hit chart I talked about, um, you know, you cannot fully shift anymore. So if, if he can put enough of the bat on the ball to get through the infield, um, that plays. And uh, he's going to get the opportunities. Uh, for him, it's just the bar will be set so differently that if he has 700 OPS seasons, he's a plus player that huh. I, I think... Part of me likes, and I wanted to say this uh, also with some of the other players who got cups of coffee. Um, when a guy gets run and it, it doesn't go how you want, like we talked about with baseball, some of these guys just <laughs> go the whole time. Uh, the first time you do run into adversity is a head tilt, record scratch, like, oh, crap. Um, and, man, I can only imagine what was going through his 22-year-old head as he's playing for the snakes and just getting crushed at day in day out uh to have a big month like that and to even know to confirm you have that in the chamber i think is massive for a young player uh who's 23 and gonna get reps so he's obviously not a one daughter because no one is except mike trout every year um but man i i think he's you know this is a guy you'll see at shortstop for the next Four years, three, if things really got sour, I guess. Um, and then Graham Ashcraft, again, similar players. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Ashcraft, same thing. Uh, he once flipped off the track man after it <laughs> called a walk. Yeah. Um, uh, Ashcraft, he's kind of, he's kind of a unicorn. Like I, he's, we've, we've tried our best and maybe not necessarily done a great job of giving like comps to, to certain players that we've been talking about. I'm not sure if I've seen a great comp to Graham Ashcraft. This is a guy who throws a cutter 97. And this is a guy who like the, like the Eno Saris, you know, stuff plus type models absolutely love. But, you know, he strikes out under 20% of the batters he faces and and walks 12% of them, by the way, at least this year. I really like Graham Ashcraft. I, and the reason I really like him is because I think it shows that, um, you know, you don't always have to be like the big whiff guy. And when I look at him and I see a 56% ground ball rate, you know, and a guy throwing a cutter. Like that just that makes me believe that like he can, you know, be a pretty good starter in this league for years to come. Pitchers are like the most finicky. And we, we have a few more at the end here we're going to talk about. Like we talk about, uh, you know, some of these guys, these outfielders, they're, you know, they're 26, they're 27. As if that's all the development they're going to do with a pitcher. Some of them don't figure out till they're 30, you know. Right. And, and, and that's kind of exciting for me when I see an arm this electric and he's, you know, he's 25, like he's got so much potential to grow still because he is very young for a starting pitcher in major league baseball nowadays. Um, So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pumped on Ashcraft. You can't like, at least for this heat check section relative to like everyone's like expectations. Like I kind of like him the most of these three players, even though they're incomparable. Hmm. I um 
he is interesting. Um, and Bailey, you're you're uh, you know you you know some numbers here and there. Do you know yeah. his lefty righty splits? Um, is, or is he running reverse splits? Because cutter guys sometimes do that. Good cutter guys do do that, and Graham Ashcraft yeah. is doing that. Lefties, one ninety six, a five oh eight OPS. This is career now, twenty four games, two hundred seventy six plate appearances. Righties, three twenty four, three eighty four, eight ninety one OPS. Um, Interesting. So, uh, and here comes the baseball conundrum, right? You either see right. opportunity or you see a guy that's about to get rocked. Um, yeah. And I, I guess, and with any arm that has talent, like you said, pitching takes time to figure it out. Um, you're going to believe in that and bet on it uh, because a, a 97 cutter that gets lefties out uh, this year, lefties are hitting 071 with a 348 OPS. Um, yeah. The, yeah, if Graham Ashcraft, as a hard-throwing righties, current issue is getting out righties, I'll bet on him. I will say with with regards to Ashcraft, he's also developed like a pretty nasty slider last offseason. So I wouldn't be surprised if 2022 versus 2023, he only has like five starts this season. So it's a really small sure. sample if if those numbers versus the righties start to come down. Yeah, the, the slider does have good numbers on it this year that they might be, uh, hey, we got to pump that up a little bit. And uh yeah, man. Hey, I uh, this is very lazy, and that's a chunk of my life. But I don't know. Could this guy, could this guy be a version of Lance Lynn that throws? Uh, I don't know. Gets a lot of weak contact, and I, I guess he's a little more wild right now, and he'd he'd have to develop that. And like we're we're basically saying no that he needs a, a quote unquote off seed pitch, even though Lance Lynn's kind of cut fastball was his off speed pitch. Um, it's right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be tough for... It would be a lot more hot takey if any of us were like, oh, Ashcraft's going to be out of the league in a couple years. Like, uh, I'm going to be like, he's going to win the Cy Young, you know? <laughs> Give me all the Ashcraft stock. Um, man, if the Reds... If the Reds can uh, increase on the margins a little bit with those, yeah. those young pitchers, I don't know... Uh, I don't know. I guess I want to believe. Will it be a Pirates-Reds next five years in the Central? Could be. I mean, uh, Ellie De La Cruz just started his minor league season. You know, I, you just never know. It's uh, the youth, the, the youth movement. Um, Bailey, this final category that maybe should have lumped together, but it, it's also a little bit of uh, Yankees clickbait action or twisting the knife. I don't know. Um <laughs> You labeled it bounce back this year, question mark. Uh, the W's, Waldachuk, Wesneski, and then I, I half-heartedly wanted to throw Brito into this whole conversation because he's just the perfect, he's the perfect prospect for me in this because was never a high prospect, heard good things, he has solid minor league numbers, he doesn't strike out a ton of guys, but he's got, like, he's performed that it's, you know, you put him in the baseball soup and we find out three years from now if he's a good pitcher. Or, uh, like you're saying, with starting pitchers, sometimes you put him in the baseball soup and five years later they're a totally different guy. So, Waldachuk, Wesneski, Brito, some Yankee farm hands. Uh, where are you at with this crew? Yeah, I've watched some of the Waldachuk starts and it, it has it's not always an easy watch. Like, he... And 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 some of these starts, I feel like they're they're really like leaving him out there to figure it out. And I guess if you're the Oakland A's, like right. maybe that's like the right thing to be doing when you have a young, you know, cost controlled player. But he he hasn't he hasn't really looked great to me to the point where even someone like Brito, who has also struggled with the Yankees, I would almost feel more confident in like Brito getting like a good run of starts at some point in the season. Uh, over someone like Waldachuk. Wesneski is the one for me that I think will have like Yankees fans shaking their fists. I know, uh, you know, uh, Waldachuk was part of the Frankie Montas trade, which hasn't gone great. And Wesneski, I guess, was was that the Efros trade? 
Um, so that, that has, but that's more unlucky, I would say. Um, and, and then, so, uh, but I mean, Wesneski is just, he's, I just kind of think he's him, even though the ERA doesn't quite show it yet. And it's, it's the slider. It's his slider is just pretty freaking unbelievable. And uh, he's had like he had like a big start for the Cubs. I think it was like maybe not his most recent start, but he had like a he had like a seven innings pitch, like bunch of strikeouts, like maybe a couple hits type start. And I feel like probably as we move along, we'll see uh, more of those. So in terms of like bounce back rest of season, I think Wesneski definitely will. Wouldn't surprise me if Brito did, and then maybe in third, most likely would probably be Waldachuk because it's just it's just a tough situation, and and he's just on a team that organizationally has given up. I mean, it's it's just kind of right. a, a bummer to see, and I think that's a, I think that's a tough place for a pitcher or any young major league player to develop. You know, uh, when you know that uh, you just don't have like that support system that you would expect uh, at the major league level. Yeah, it's it's tough because you can also spin the Oakland thing that if if things do start clicking and you run into a couple foul outs, like you can, you know, you you kind of have an advantage as a pitcher and you know a place yeah. not not known as a hitter's ballpark. Um, Wesneski's in, interesting, like you mentioned that slider. Um, you know, that's I, I guess I guess where I almost get nervous for him and Cubs fans talk about, and I'd, I'd love if you have feedback on it. They talk about their pitching coach. Like he is uh, a God um, and maybe he is, I mean, go Cubbies go. Um, I guess I get a little nervous when you talk about that slider and that, you know, that's something I've heard uh, from other people is, you know, if, if that becomes the thing and you're getting, you know, each start you're having trouble, you know, the team starts to light up and say, ooh, what if, what if Wesneski could give us 1.2 out of the pen? Um, and All then right. if you're really good at that, look at Mike King, um, you know, that's, it stinks, but is awesome, right? Like you're, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're electric that's, reliever. That's Adbert Alzali, by the way. That's exactly who's doing that right now. You've, you've got basically a job for life. Or a yeah. job for ten years if you want it, but you'll never get that opportunity to start and go that say Graham Ashcraft is going to have because the Reds are going to say like, "Hey, we kind of need you to be a dude." Um, like yeah. kicking out there doesn't really help us. <laughs> like we need <laughs> we need you to be a good starting pitcher. Where say if the Cubs are in the heat of it and Wesneski's ERA is at five point two and they snag someone at the deadline. Um, I don't know. It's it's the moving parts of baseball that now we see Seth Lugo having some success as a starter for uh, San Diego, and he's been yeah he's been banging on the door for a while, saying like I can do this, guys. Um, but where the opportunity for him was in the Mets bullpen and Brito, um, man, it's um again you never know. I'm uh right now I'm hanging on to the hilarious tidbit that it was the twins both times that were his bad starts. Um, so in, in his, um, in his four, in his four other starts, he has like a 0.91 ERA. (laughs) The twins just destroyed him. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I'm, um, the changeup is very real. Um, and for him, I think like a lot of pitchers at, and it's, it's why you hear scouts rave if someone has three good pitches. His slider right now is very much a hope something bad doesn't happen slider. Um, that if that becomes a weapon pitch, because right now fastball changeup, he can he can attack a ton of lefties and do well. Um, he's gonna need he's gonna need that slider to tick up uh, to be able to do it. But I, you know. You go into the dumb baseball edges. He attacks the zone. Um, he's not, you know, he's not scared, and he's he's found a way to get guys out at every level. That if he gets an opportunity to figure it out at the major league level, I, you know, why bet against the guy? I guess is what I'd yeah. say. He looks good in pinstripes. That's like you just what... see him out there on the mound, and you just like he it fits. He, that's he looks good. And the Yankees need a, a cheap starter for the next five years. So that's, you know, that's definitely not in my head. Um, but absolutely is my head. Um, wow, it looks like I totally missed the Vinny Capra for Tyler Heineman trade. 
Did we not? Oh my goodness. Did we not? Vinny Capra, did you know that he's the grandson of uh, famous director Frank Capra? And now I do. It's not I true. Not. I made it up, but. <laughs> Damn it. Damn you, yeah. foolish Bailey. Um, we covered a lot there, um, Bailey, and I thank you. Um, is there anything you need to tell the people about foolish Bailey, foolish baseball, um, in the in the upcoming weeks or months that may be different or not different? I don't know. Yeah, I'm just I'm just doing weird stuff, you know. Okay. Like I I kind of feel like. I've I've reached a little bit of a point in my YouTube career where I I feel a little bit like I've said my piece and now I'm just kind of like just going after the weirdest stuff I can go after. I made a video uh I guess it was in March about a player named Tommy Tevenow who played uh you know 20s and 30s who you've never heard of but also was like a World Series hero and a and a complete lightweight, you know, with the bat otherwise um, I'm just having fun with it. And so, you know, come, come watch some foolish baseball, some foolish Bailey content and, and have fun with me, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I know, you know, the YouTube game as well as anyone and it's uh brewer's catching lab. Uh, I, yeah. I was, I was shocked to see some of those numbers come out the other day. Uh, cause we, you just hear Contreras brother and you're like hitter only. And it's like, Oh no, right. And, uh, He's he's been killing it this year, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just laughing right now as I go to foolish baseball. Uh, bottom of the ninth, two outs, 207k views over four days. Um, Babe Ruth had a really weird nemesis, 162, and it's you just never Ow. know with the damn algorithm. You think you put Babe Ruth in anything, and be like, oh, baseball, caveman. Yeah. I know him. Um, so hey, man, uh, keep cranking. You know. Uh, John Boy Media and Wake and Jake. We're big, big Bailey fans. We just crashed, cracked 10K subs on Wake and Jake. Oh. Um, so we, uh, we are happy about that. And, uh, yeah, I t- you know, I've told you, and I guess I don't know if I've told the people, but would love to do a, a once-a-month thing with you and, and chop it up over some baseball. So, yeah, definitely. Bailey, go follow Bailey, YouTube, Twitter, Sometimes he has good jokes. Sometimes it's like, come on. Sometimes Bailey. they're not all going to be winners. You, you know? can't. Um, you know, Malik Monk. Got to take some chances. You got you to gotta throw some shots up and see what happens. Um, I think that's it for us. Thank you, Bailey. We'll do it again uh, sometime soon. Love. All right, let's. Kisses to Atlanta. New Drake album. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>